Welcome to My COVID Diary. My name is Andrea Hardiker and this is My COVID Diary. Like everybody else worldwide, I'm trying to get to grips with a whole new lifestyle during the corona pandemic. I decided to chart my journey here. March 24th, 2020. Last night, the UK Prime Minister at last decided we were officially in lockdown. This means working from home where possible and leaving the house once a day for exercise or to buy food or medication. We're advised not to meet with friends or family that don't live with us. All non-essential shops will close, as will playgrounds and libraries. It's difficult to let this sink in. My teenagers are still in shock. I think we all are. The whole situation seems so unreal, something that could only happen in the movies. Both my kids have been trying to help as much as possible. It's only the first day of the official lockdown, but it's day five of our decision to stay inside. The days are long. There's no school, no gym, no pub, no meeting at a mate's house, no open mics, no gigs. Even a trip to the supermarket feels wrong. There's no routine. But we're still healthy for now, and I know how lucky we are. There's so much going through my mind right now. Heartbreak for those who've lost relatives. Fear and admiration for those working with and around the sick. There are a lot of people who slip under the radar, despite their efforts. Carers, cleaners, porters. I'm grateful to all of them. Like most people, I've found myself worrying about every little thing at this time, including the virus itself. They say it can live in your system for up to 10 days before it presents itself. That's an uncomfortable feeling, a bit like discovering you're being watched. Every ache and pain, every time someone clears their throat, every sneeze leaves me wondering, is this it? You'll be fine, people say. You're still young-ish. But will I? Will my family? My friends? There are no certainties. I'm not sleeping brilliantly. I can't get the generic image of COVID-19 out of my head. Those spiky green balls like tiny bombs in camouflage. Bombs that drop from the air in silence and bury themselves in our system until our bodies become a minefield. One wrong move is all it takes. The effect of those bombs is devastating. Taking lives, spreading fear, wiping out business, crushing the economy and separating family and friends. Last night we did a quick scoop of the supermarket as we'd run out of fruit and veg. To my surprise, the shelves were relatively full. I wore plastic gloves. It felt rude and disrespectful. I hope people understand. I wanted out of there as quick as possible. I'm sure they wanted me out of there as quickly as possible too. I've seen the symptoms of corona. They don't look pleasant. And my heart goes out to anyone who's suffering. Any family who's lost someone in this way. It seems corona can keep you isolated even as you take your final breaths. How cruel is that? I can't bear to think about it. So apart from the shocking death toll that seems to increase every day, one of the things I hate about COVID-19 is this. I think as a society, we feel powerless. We want to help. 
We want to be there for others. We want to do something, but we're limited in what we can do. I read about a local woman who tried to post help notices through the doors and was shouted at by residents, fearful the virus could live on envelopes. She was trying to help, but was pushed away. I'm not for criticising anyone at this time, and neither was she. I understand the nature of fear, just as I understand the need to try and help. And that's what really got me thinking. Powerlessness is a dangerous beast. I think it's something that's affected society for some time. I'm certain that's why many people appear so angry and others so lost. Twitter rage leaves me nauseous. So many voices spouting fury at the world. It's almost as if some people are waiting to pounce, looking for the slightest excuse to point blame shame. Why are they so cross? The problem is that there's so much noise, there's no room for debate, no pause to listen, reflect, ponder the other side. It could be something to do with the speed at which we communicate, but I often wonder when I read people's posts, what makes them so sure that they're right? What makes me? I wonder if some of us have lost the ability to debate. I know I'm guilty of that. I can feel passionately about what I believe and grow defensive if someone points out I'm wrong. But I'm trying to overcome that now and really listen. It makes me wonder if perhaps people are angry because they often don't feel heard or perhaps they're misunderstood. I wonder also if people are angry because they are not listening, not attempting to understand the other side of the coin. In a world of mass communication, have we forgotten how to communicate? It often feels like we've become a society of individuals who share certain beliefs but we've lost our togetherness and it's our togetherness which will empower us. I once listened to a talk about the links between poverty and ill health. Ill health among the poor, the speaker argued, was nothing to do with their lifestyle choices. It was down to how empowered a community felt. In impoverished areas where communities felt they had no part to play in what happened to them, Ill health was far worse than in poor communities where people felt there was something they could do. Over the past week, I've noticed people coming together in a different way. I've noticed their shared grief, bewilderment, fear. I've noticed them reach out to each other at a time when reaching out is at its most dangerous. I've watched them put aside their rage in favour of positivity, even though it's so, so hard to stay positive. And I've watched teams of health and care workers going to battle together. They're the soldiers in this war, risking their lives to save us. Feeling empowered is a wonderful thing. It can be the difference between staying under the covers in the morning, afraid to face the day, and springing into action. It lifts us, gives us purpose, brings us hope. If you're at all fearful about how we'll overcome this awful situation, then perhaps now's the time to reach out and work towards empowerment. In order to feel empowered, I think we have to stick together. And I'm hopeful that we will. (laughs) 